0: This is episode 331 of Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will, back in action. Hegwood, coming off of my recent illness, I'm thinking about 100%, 95 or so. But I am joined tonight by Marcel, speaking, Huttese Manzano. Huttese uh, Manzano. we also have Ryan
1: traveling
0: the crossroads Staniszewski
1: yeah big uh, 6th edition of the crossroads classic this weekend I'm excited go
0: Uh, should be a great time out in Indiana before we jump into our main topics though I got to Remind everybody about these podcast episodes being brought to you by the GSP patrons. Going to Patreon makes you part of the largest group of our supporters of what GSP does. Uh, patrons help us get to in-person events like the Saint Lawrence Open on October October 21st. Dion's traveling to. That's a two-day event. World qualifier. It's very exciting stuff. So if you want to help out. Uh, check out patreon.com slash gold squadron to become a patreon today so headlines here world qualifier happening this last weekend and i believe our world champions backyard let's take a look here this was the uh the nordic World Open Qualifier in Stockholm, Sweden. An amazing uh, world qualifier there. Ultimately won by Fon Long again. Uh, An amazing player. Been so for years. Fon won it. Fon did win it.
2: Where is the. Am I clicking on the wrong thing? Yes, you are. What am I clicking on?
1: Should be just the Roll Better link.
2: The roll better link says
1: Ken. That's top of Swiss, but if you go to rounds That's in the Swiss. bracket, you'll see the final bracket. We're
0: taking a look at the brackets oh. here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, roll better. God. Always getting new updates here and gets the bracket a nice, clear top eight view. Let's see who beat what, which means Vaughn pulls it off over. Bartage, knows as Ken, on the old roll better. Both. Long-time, high-class, world-class players, so not uh, a surprise to see them battling out in the town.
2: Now, I, 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 I smell something fishy. What? Why do you say that? I mean, uh, because uh, cause Bartosz already won, one, and he already won the free plane ride and hotel and everything wow. else. Mm-hmm.
1: That's been passed down to other people before. You Maybe. can pass down
2: the uh, the flights and stuff. Uh,
0: that I'm not sure about, but I'll tell you that that's a great segue because
2: you. But but I mean that's nothing. Take take not not taking away anything from fun. I did not see the recording. I did not see how it went.
0: If you want um, to see the recording, though, uh, shout
2: I, out! Here I mean, to, I, I, uh, I I like conspiracies. Conspiracies are m- <laughs> more fun.
1: Did he? I mean, it's not that much of a conspiracy when... So, if you recall, in at Gen Con, there was a top four left at Gen Con of, like, Tyler, Zach Bart, and I forget, I think Nick Sperry, and then Crispy. And all three of the other guys outside of Crispy were, like, drivable easy distance to Adepticon. So they're like, wh- whoever wins, we're just going to give, like, the flight and, and, like, hotel stay and accommodations to Crispy they did that so like that can that can go to another person so even if bartosh so even if bartosh won that could go down to fawn but fawn won anyway
0: yeah big shout out to team where'd i have it here he is uh team kulex on youtube uh, was able to catch the recordings for a lot of the games so big shout out to them go check out those videos i heated match uh, between the those finalists, uh, it was back and forth. Thick ships exploding everywhere. So, uh, it was an awesome watch. So definitely check that out. What we're gonna check out though is these lists. We're gonna start with Fon, our ultimate winner here. Again, congratulations! What an accomplishment. Making it two worlds. I got to play him in the last worlds. Man, what a tough competitor. So, actually, I played both these guys at Worlds. Uh, the winning list, though, uh, is a little, little interesting, a little different play, uh, but some some old favorites, I think, on both sides of the battlefield here. So, let's start with the the first order. Has Midnight with Predator and Crackshot. We have Commander Malaris with Cluster Missiles. Kylo Ren with Instinctive Aim, Proud Tradition, Concussion Missiles, Advanced Optics, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. And then the combination here of Quick Draw with Swarm Tactics, Targeting Synchronizer, Fanatical, Special Forces Gunner, and Fire Control System. Going to Swarm Up, Whirlwind. That's the Initiative 3, Whisper. Who gets a bunch of focus tokens for everybody looking at them? Uh, this one has marksmanship, fanatical, cluster missiles, advanced optics, and enhanced jamming sweep. So Quickjar comes up, takes that lock with targeting synchronizer, gives whirlwind, and potentially then Kylo and Malaris all that targeting synchronizer. Um, while Quickjar is free to keep the lock with fire control system waiting. For that revenge shot, so potential of uh, what two from Quick Draw, two from Whirlwind, two from Malorus. Midnight, and Kylo Ren. A potential of eight shots before Initiative Five ends. Uh, pretty, pretty impressive as a like high alpha jouster out there. Uh, what do you guys think about those changes I, these are like us, usual suspects uh but just with their their loadouts tweaked to be specific we've seen like different versions of midnight um it being the swarm tactics or swarm leader carrier even uh, any any thoughts on the the whirlwind combination
1: let marcel take this one since he's played a lot more fo and familiar with it yeah, well, I mean, I've done more O,
2: not necessary. Yeah, I haven't really done the. Um, well, I, I did the whirlwind trick once, but not not really, not really well, and not for very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, what what's the main difference? It's just uh, midnight, right? Midnight in the old version, they had a something like either the um, Gaelic or one of the sure. other three point.
0: Yeah, this is still uh, five five four three three fo, which is like mm-hmm. their bread and butter, in my opinion. It's like how they build yeah. all their list.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's there. There's it. It got second place in one, and then and then in one world qualifier, and it won this one. So, and it's hard to argue against it you know midnight is pretty it's, it's, midnight is pretty good uh, predator crack shot it makes you for you know it forces you to shoot at it if mm. it takes a target lock and it doesn't have a a defensive token right um, but then you're not shooting at the other ships that are actually just doing more damage
0: right actually the, punishing you like Kylo and Quick yeah. out there
2: and um I'm I'm just trying to see like I'm wondering if it it makes sense in a, in a list like this to do a double storm tactics with midnight and quick draw and just have a you know give world Wind the option to get the uh, the bump up from 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 either option or have the option to have four out of the five ships shooting at initiative six, you know, maybe bump Kylo up. Or mm-hmm. if you can get the sure. cluster missiles off with Commando Mauris, just having uh Commando Mauris also shooting at Initiative Six and then just having a terrifying what would that be? That would be six shots six at shots. Initiative Six. Yeah. If you get both clusters off with Malrus and six uh and four of those shots, you know, being the clusters from Malrus and Worldwind being double modded. Uh
0: potentially. Yeah. Well I think <laughs> that that's that that's interesting because like I think uh so like Doug for Team USA um ended up dropping Midnight because like the swarm or the squad leader just wasn't doing enough as like a ship, right? Uh, but with Predator and Crackshot, that Midnight is all of a sudden a real offensive threat. In addition to uh, that denial of modifications through midnight's target lock, so I mean I I think it's a good thing that we're still seeing, uh, even though we see the same pilots, seeing different variations on their loadouts. Like Kyler Wren, we've been there's a big discussion about whether you should go pattern analyzer so you can jam when you're slooping and k-turning, uh, or uh, should you go advanced optics. But Fawn here kind of splits the difference by taking Proud Tradition. So you can still K-turn and stay in the fight while using Advanced Optics. But you do still lose out on that Focus Linked Jam or the Reposition Linked Jam um, when you're doing your red moves. So small trade-offs here and there for it. I don't like Proud Tradition though. I'm surprised to see it actually because uh, if you do destroy something... I guess there's so many I fives in this one though. Like it's hard. It's gonna be hard to trigger that proud tradition, have people like flip it down to the false, because if it does go to a red focus, then you can't link it to that white jam, one of their best abilities taken off the board. So I think you'd you'd have to play around with it, but people don't ever. <laughs> I uh, I have to tell people to flip my proud traditions. So maybe uh people aren't as familiar with doing that that sort of thing but still amazing list uh to see double whispers again just a menace out there that enhanced jamming suite so good uh but let's take a look at bartage's list here uh it is an oldie but a goodie with a new twist we got rebels this is han solo perceptive chopper Bistan engine and millennium falcon the double shot Hom, so good we got boy luke with his proton torpedoes and r2d2 astromech keo and an a-wing that's a forced force user side slipper uh this one with proton rockets i know Bartosh loves those proton rockets on keo uh sabim Rem classic uh here with Vescar reinforced plating and then this is the interesting one takes Instead of, say, Wedge or any other three-pointer, like blunt or something, takes Hull Oakland. Hull Oakland, the boy version, has dorsal advanced proton torpedoes, the precision astromech, which gives you basically focus lock. And Hull's ability allows you to... It's lone wolf reload is, I guess, the best way I can describe it. If there's no enemies around, you get to reload a charge. So not really Lone Wolf, but Hello, kind of. But more or less has a lot of those Precision Astromax and multiple Advanced Proton Torpedoes. Ryan, Hull over Wedge?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, he's done all right. Um, Wedge has a lot of, like, over the course of a game will contribute, like, Smaller amounts of damage, but it'll be more consistent throughout. Whereas mm-hmm. Hull pretty much has, it's like, I'm going to hit you once, really, really big with the advanced proton torpedo that you have to be concerned about happening with Hopeful. So you can do the take a focus, uh you kill something, I Hopeful boost, and then lock you. Or just mm. find someone who's I4 or less in focus target lock them. Or maybe just set up a, a blocking scheme where you know where a ship's going to go, Sabine blocks them, and then Hull just. Gets to dunk on him with the advanced pro sure. beyond that i think Hull probably prioritizes uh objective and just kind of be just looming the threat of the advanced pro so i there's there's it's two very swingy upgrade or swingy pieces because han is the uh consistent damage luke is outputting that proton torpedo twice ideally um And then keo is just there threatening the proton rocket hulls they're threatening the advanced proton torpedoes. so there's like two more single turn threats that are um that that can be pretty scary for someone to consider dealing with um whereas most people would go jukeo and wedge being the long term they you know they're generally um faster more durable uh more durable or uh over the course of the game won't do as much damage but will or won't do as much per turn damage but will over the course of a game probably equate to doing similar damage but if you're not counting on some of these pieces living for that long anyway but you want to have them have a high threat zone or high threat uh aggro like just oh i have to be concerned about them versus uh oh, should be too nice would you um, which for closing out a ship shooting late, like that, that can still do damage. Um, you just have to sometimes worry about hull with that hopeful and just boosting in somewhere and locking with advanced protor.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean that precision astromech is the I was forget if it was focus or lock but it is lock so you can even precise off of the hopeful as well if they're just like want to go all in onto beam, take her down sniper out range uh, you know early on so, uh, to me, though, it's got to be, I, I like your analysis of, like, like the threat. Like, if kyo has got you procketed, like, her aggro skyrockets, right? If Hull has you focus lock advanced proton torpedo, like, you have to go all in on this dude or get out of there, right? Uh, but I also feel like Hull so effective at objective play. Uh, because you can still get that target lock after flipping a, uh, I was going to say flip a crate. Press a button or pick up a crate. You can still take the stressful red target lock action uh, with that precise. So it's still threatening with the dorsal and advanced proton torpedo. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I think that might be like what the list has suffered with before is the action objectives. Han doesn't want to give up his focuses. Luke really doesn't want to shoot an instinctive aim proton torpedo with just a single force. Keo and Wedge love their defensive actions as well. So like, it's just up to like Sabine to be pressing buttons out there. So now at least you have a second button presser. So I can see how that could smooth out some of those scenarios where you can't just come and blast in until the game's won. Uh, Let's see. Well... uh, Who is our top four finalists here? We got Flashart and Mofar. So I think they're also... Yeah, they're up here in the the three and four slot. So let's take a look at another rebel list here with Flashart. This is... Uh, a totally different list except for Sabim. Uh turns out they're right. Two point ship just ends up in every list if you got one. If you're that if you're an amazing two point ship, I feel like oh man, there's less and less rebels. Oh wait, the um the Fen-Rau version, Fen Anton and Han doesn't have Sabim in it, does it?
1: Yeah, it's your 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 four ship one is the uh the Keo Luke. Fen okay. which is also very successful too.
0: Yeah, but once you go to five ships, almost guaranteed one of those five is Sabine.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: It checks out. Makes it a lot easier when you, one of your five ships is only two points. Anyways, Flash Art here has Harrison Dula with thread tracers and marksman. Fen Rau with Beskar, crack shot predator. Bodika with Beskar, optics predator. Sabine with Lone Wolf And Benthic Two Tubes With Jenerso Perceptive Co-Pilot And Hopeful We saw something very similar Be the runner up of the Golden State games This kind of fang combination here Throwing the evades uh, To These fang fighters It's the only thing they ever want in life It's just an evade token once in a while To to help out when those non-range 1 attacks um, Any thoughts on this?
2: Was there any difference between this one and the one that was that Golden State? Uh,
0: maybe Sabim having like Car instead of Lone Wolf But if I remember how um, they flew it Sabine was like always on the other side of the board. So I think it's almost exactly the same. Yeah, Thread Tracers. Maybe like that one point Marksman was a different upgrade. But yeah. Very similar if not exact to what we saw be successful at a different world qualifier. So Rebels actually really put down like two or three variations of the same kind of list. Well, I wouldn't say same kind of list, but variations of three different lists yeah I mean Fang Fighters with like Free Concordia and just being thrown multiple evades from Hera super good such powerful abilities between everybody there uh, so let's look at something a little bit more interesting with Mofar well we'll skip through the uh, oddball this is a republic list oddball has uh the soc upgrades that selfless and veteran tail gunner whatnot has wolf uh with soc upgrades of uh, like veteran tail gunner and whatnot especially i mean that born for this so powerful uh, on no, the siege of coruscant ships but we see a big change here instead of say running A fourth, or sorry, a third arc. Uh, They've chosen instead Kickback for their SoC. Kickback's the I-5 Torrent. Can throw evades, can take target lock evade, uh, shoot diamond boron missiles. So very powerful. Uh, but And still has the SoC Anakin in the Ada. But the real difference here is Mace... Windu in the 7B with R4 P17 and heightened Perception I think in our list loadout we pretty much like this was like the go-to combination here you got P17 for actions while doing red maneuvers so we can get his force back while taking a target lock uh, pretty powerful stuff um, only two arcs what are you guys thoughts on uh, not bringing the third arc,
2: I think it's fine because you're getting a lot of people that are starting to load up on counters to that, you know, to the triple arc. Uh, even you know, you're looking at the top two lists with uh, actually, uh, the top, the other three lists on the top, you know, with fenron around Bodica, they can get in their range one and make those triple arcs. I mean, triple arcs, you know, where they're going to be, so you can be you can range control um, you know Font's list with the multiple cluster missiles that are double modded at initiative 6 I mean it can really put out some damage and just melt those uh, one agility ships and even Barto's list with going to whole um, you know at initiative 4 it's very possible that he can land the 5 die you know double modded advanced parts on torpedoes either on um wolf or on uh what's the other guy
0: Um, the i3 jag
2: jag there you go Mm -hmm. so there's there's a lot of counter now you know people are starting to assume there's going to be three arcs at some point um and I mean it makes sense to throw that jag and convert that jag into mace windu which is you know, an amazing ship that can still shoot at initiative seven and can even initiative kill an, an, an opposing Fen Rao or or Darth Vader or something if they're at low health. And at the same time, kickback therefore support, throwing evades and keeping, you know, the more. I don't know this this list because it's that it doesn't have Padme doesn't have the same defensive tech, but kickback can provide at least a little bit of a defensive uh boost boost to it so Mm
0: -hmm. getting those evades on anakin or mace so yeah and
2: this is basically i mean we're looking at it now but isn't this exactly what nick Tobin won his store championship with i mean this is it's not necessarily Nick,
1: Nick, nick tobin took uh took 7b anakin and only had and had I think uh he
0: went contrail and
1: two arcs contrail slider. Gotcha. So his 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 mace split up into contrail slider and kickback was basically morphed into Anakin to make him seven B.
2: Yeah, but I do remember maybe not the one he won because he was in the finals like two or three times before he finally won one, and he was flying a seven B mace with uh hyden and R four P seventeen. So he was. Flying this list he made a couple finals with it not this list specifically i don't i don't think he ever had kickback i think he always went with um
0: he loves the contrail i'm pretty sure yeah
2: he always went with a b-wing instead of mm-hmm. kickback but um i mean it, it, it makes sense it, it's it's good and with people making adjustments for what's popular this is an adjustment to an adjustment so it, it, it makes sense i think
0: I mean all powerful pieces. Like so just the, the combination of them, um um it, is interesting trying to get uh more AC with it instead of just jousting with arcs. Turns out it, I actually it's think not... uh
1: Wolf Wolf in this case should probably be custom wolf. Really? To be the only so the bonuses you get with soc wolf you have born for this which is big uh but wolf is really trying to keep his focus for offense oddball can use his for oddball is really the defensive arc. with selfless and born for this oddball's job is to help keep people around um and you really only gain wolf pack uh the the specific wolf pack that's on the soc wolf not wolf pack upgrade wolf Pack. um in which you can only use friendly locks from born for this or plow which is really just kickback who probably needs to use his lock on the diamond boron offense you can't really just count on him natting out to have a lock save for wolf's wolf pack right so um usually soc wolf is always partnered with soc jag that's where it, it works so well with right because Someone else shoots, Jag gets a lock, wolf can use the lock, and then Jag gets a right back anyway. Um right. I think you'd gain more from having Custom Wolf, who will still get veteran tail gunner. You can get R4P, so you have both arcs with R4P and then expert handling wolf. A lot more maneuverability.
0: Sure. Yeah, we were checking out the the loadouts for that. You actually have um uh... Some choices, I would agree. Um, still pretty powerful uh, without that SOC well, Let's keep looking here. Uh, we'll finish out the the top eight. Uh, looks like these are all. <laughs> I see a Larma in there. Booze, Jonah. I am not going to pronounce that. And plus. Uh, Yeah, yeah. These are all the other rest of the top eight list here. Uh, So this is the one I can't pronounce. H. War and Diem. Sure. Uh, The robot doesn't have people's official names, Uh, especially in Europe. I know that's like a big no-no to not have, like, privacy thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Law. So. Note, this is the... uh... Only other player that went 5-0 at Swiss, besides Bartos. Ooh. Uh,
0: interesting. Uh, with a similar style of list as well. But this is Resistance. Uh, with Poe Dameron and Ray's Millennium Falcon with engine upgrade. Ray C-3PO, Marksman, and Trickshot. A little coordinating there at I6. Pretty interesting. LOSD uh, with Predator and Swarm Tactics. Uh, we have Tim and Wexley, Heavy Laser Cannon, and R6-D8. That's a squad Predator astromech. Anybody can line up a bullseye and give you a reroll. Uh, Shaza Zaro with Plasma Torpedoes, Wartime Loadout, and Dorsal Turret. Uh, Shaza says if you attack her, she copies a green token and um, throws it to somebody behind her. And then we have BB 8 with Larma Daisy. Larma lets you jam even while stressed. So you can do BB 8s like boost and bear roll, dual white maneuver, which they have a lot more white than blue on that dial, and then still be able to dive in and jam. I think you could then also coordinate with C3PO at any distance. To get those jams off at i6 as well so a lot of synergy here Uh, i'm assuming that the swarm tactics is to bump shaza up from three to five there because they kind of hang out together um ryan what do you think about the c3po bb8 here we normally see those combined into a single ship if i'm not mistaken a nine or I don't even know what other 5 point A uh, Kova or something. It's generally
1: there. 9. Like for the, right. the Poe Falcon list we've seen, it's a uh, right. 4 ship. But uh, yeah, there's always the 3 costs and the 2 costs being BB-8. Um, yeah, that, that coordinate is not something we've seen on Poe Falcon a lot. Uh, C-3PO having access to that. I mean, so this Poe still retains Ray Gunner. Very important. So it retains engine upgrade. Very big. Um, no illicit... And no notorious. Um, Using mm-hmm. utilizing trick shot, and you got a one point upgrade left for marksmanship, which is like it's just there, right? You just take it. Sure. Um, uh, and giving your plasma torpedo carrying Y wing that I six coordinate lot. to get that lock. Mm. Very nice. Um, while Poe still gets a calculate in return, so with Ray Gunner Calculate, Poe still has a decent shot. Um not as good as we've seen other Poe's in these lists, because a lot of times one of those three T70s is toting M98. Um, or like which a mobile or o. something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, to get that to get that re-roll focus modifier and the blank conversion.
1: Yep. Uh to mitigate double blank plus whatever result uh so toting shaza you know tethering uh, elo kind of to her a little bit just kind of gives them an upfront attack um Poe it needs to kind of particular flying to make sure he's still in range to coordinate i though so opponent may have a general idea what they want to do i'd be curious how often Poe was kind of sideswiping behind in the, in the effect that, okay, so Shaza and Elo started going forward, they they get ready for their attack run, and then yeah. Poe just kind of, coming from the right or the left behind them, just kind of swoops behind, and uh, may or may not have a shot that round, but still gets to coordinate I-6. Ello and Shaza take a little bit of a brunt of some damage, and then Poe continues swiping whatever direction he was pointing, and then Temin maybe is going the other way. Um, so it, there's some, re- I'm generally not a huge fan of, of relying on another ship just for my ship to be able to get a viable, good target lock for its, for its ability to produce real damage. But this is a mostly undiscovered way. Cause po- as I said, not many po Falcons have taken C-3PO that I've seen at least successfully. So, um,
0: This is kind of like getting a discount Zori out there then. You still get double modified I-5 attack, but you're doing it at at a whole point cheaper.
1: Yeah, by ship value, yes, because you're doing it one point cheaper on the ship. Right. But So Zori's ability not only double mod the plasma, but she also has intricacies about her ability when other ships on the opposing side do actions around her. Yeah, like if they go to boost or funny. roll to get her in a shot, she could boost or roll to leave. Um, granted hers are red, so she would end up double stressed, but then she's not getting shot, which is pretty nice. Um But you also have uh in this one, Zori, if she wants the double mod shot, is kinda tethered, just like Shaza is to Elo anyway with swarm tactics. So, and you still have war times, so the same defensive profile you're not getting stressed like zori would be so you don't have to worry about r4 astromech anyway
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so there's pros and cons uh you're telling your i6 who you probably should be coordinating but i that is the really sneaky one is that you did mention You're right is the i6 bb8 jam coordinate that's really neat i think from across the board Yeah, right. That could be. It could be anywhere, right? I'm gonna coordinate this jam. BBA could be completely across the board, and it won't matter because he's got calculate on there.
0: Yeah, what we're referring to is what is the exact wording of uh, C3PO
1: here? Uh, So C3PO says, while you coordinate, you can choose friendly ships beyond range two if they have calculate on their action. Yes. Pretty
0: good. Uh, could really catch somebody off guard, who was oh, like a sure. Vader, a Vader or Dengar, right? Uh, even just like Han. Oh, you can't you can't block Han and then jam him though. You can't jam at range zero. Um, but yeah, like a thing like uh, Kyo, uh, we saw. You, you can't know, you, you can't
1: jam at range zero. You cannot sure. range,
0: jam at range zero. You ought to. Be fact-checked, but I believe it's range one.
1: Only. Or range one to two in Bullseye.
0: Right. Uh, this, this was a... I just remember it because I saw a Tavson with biohexacrypt codes have spend their lock to jam somebody at range zero. Which I was like, why did they need to spend their lock? It was to get the extra range. Which extra yeah. meant shorter range in that scenario. So kind of interesting there. Um, but yeah, the, a lot of tricks though, like you said, uh, the, you know, no notorious or anything that us Americans are used to, but this is a European event. They do things a little differently out there.
1: Oh, it's not even just Europeans. I think there's, there's two types of pro Falcon players. There's the notorious crowd and there's the trick shot crowd. Mm. Um, both have merit um i err on the side of notorious but i'll be honest the c3po actually interesting it would it would get me to consider not bringing notorious right Maybe. i mean
0: even if you're not coordinating you're still getting those double counts so you can have something yeah, double calc guys.
1: is better than a single focus
0: so yeah yeah until you get to like what five dice or something like that five okay. dice with the target lock
1: then which trick shot is you know you can get to five dice at range one that's true
0: at that point, I mean, you had to uh, do something else. But yeah. Pretty interesting take there. Uh, having a little extra trick uh, to see on the Resistance. Uh, let's keep it going, though. Over to Bless with Empire making their first appearance here in the card. I think we had what? Rebel, First Order, Rebel, Republic, now Resistance. So just missing that scum and C I S. Anyways,
1: don't worry, they, they're not there.
0: <laughs> they're, not, they're not. coming. Don't wait up for them. Uh, they're not. I see a Django not too far away though. So uh, close, but not in the top eight. Anyways, bless here uh, with rear Admiral churnal, agile gunner, dauntless, electronic baffle, death troopers. Darth Vader and Ruthless. The Death Troopers Darth Vader combination. So powerful. You can't clear stress. And because you can't clear stress. Vader's doing automatic damage to you. Terrifying. We have Countdown with Shield Upgrade. Ruthless and Discipline. Trying to get some Barrel Rolls and Target Locks onto that Countdown. In the middle of combat. Tomex Bren. With Saturation Salvo. Barrage Rocket Bomblet. Very classic there. Mage Rhymer. With saturation salvo barrage rockets seismic charges and delayed fuses, and then death fire, but not the standard loadout death fire. Not the terrifying one where he's going trying to launch proxies or uh, launch protons at you. This one is death fire with proxy mines and delayed fuses. The uh, customizable one. When they're destroyed they have a chance to attack and drop a mine so in this instance you could even fuse it if you happen to be dropping it on an ally or something like that uh, that is i've flown something in uh the Nikko city league uh the, these pilots but different loadouts um, for them and it is just nasty uh you're you're presented with two bad options countdown or three bad options really countdown uh, rack or three bombers none of them you could really destroy easily uh and each one has a way to mess with you i'll uh, be uh, the saturation salvo uh, i mean that's so powerful if you don't have tokens if you don't have a focus token uh, i think the the saturation salvo is so much more powerful because now you don't have to make them re-roll the eyeballs. You can just leave the eyeballs. You're only looking to re-roll evades in that situation. Uh, so pr- some pretty powerful stuff. Well, I mean... Uh, what do you guys think about that Deathfire out there with just proxy mines? Uh, as, I guess, a distraction?
1: I, I I gotta ask. Because this screams... With this, the mistake Marcel made with death in the past of like, launching of launching it on death and that's not what death fire could do
2: well uh, i i think he could now didn't they change
1: no the, no no The no, most... different De- death fire sl death is different than custom Deathfire.
2: what makes the one difference
1: from can launch specifically with the three straight template only um and, specific- and it's saying that like Saying that within the SL card itself, the wording is different than the wording utilized within the uh, Deathfire custom.
0: Okay, yeah. So you have to imagine that Deathfire can equip e- an electro cloud, which is a mm-hmm. launchable-only device. So when customized Deathfire would be destroyed, they would be allowed to launch that device because it naturally launches. Um but he couldn't like drop it for whatever because that's not how that device works. Now, if customizable Deathfire, like Ryan said, said launch it with a one forward template, be a lot different. Uh, just like trajectory, trajectory calls out your template that you launch with five straight. Uh, so hopefully not. Uh, if I if I know the um, the experienced European. Uh, judging staff over there um hopefully they would shut that down but proxy mines are still very powerful like that automatic damage between like darth vader's automatic damage and the proxy mines automatic hit uh, plus roll for two uh you could just take out a fang fighter in like one uh combination of both of those right could be And nimble bomber definitely
1: helps deploy those proxies where you
0: I mean, just like, man, it, imagine just that Deathfire, just like 5k right in front of you. And now, like, a couple of your ships are blocked onto it, and you it's the only range 1 attacks you have now. Sets up a discipline from Countdown to get, like, a lock or a clutch barrel roll or something. Even, I mean, what do you think about this? Rear Admiral and Countdown using their Ruthless to destroy Deathfire to guarantee the proxy off.
1: That would be kind of funny. <laughs> like they're like, oh also, no. So it's a fair, fair very bold move to just say, I'm gonna five K right in front of you and hope that you would fast enough <laughs> to either bump into me or I hope you don't shoot me to death. Sure.
0: I mean, if they fly past you, even better. Um uh, could be that's the that's the problem I've been having flying against and with the standard loadout death fire, is that there's so many options of like is it turning towards you to launch is it turning away to three bank drop uh that neither me or my opponent really is not quite sure what this death the standard loadout death fire ever should be doing and i feel like this one could be a similar situation of like is it gonna one forward is it gonna 5k like what um could it be doing Uh, Plus, you get two charges on proxy mines. So, like, the early just lane denial or just throw it on top of an objective early on could be pretty
1: funny. Sure. Um, Now, you did talk about Satsau and its effect, which, yes, is more... is is generally more dangerous when an opposing ship does not have their green token. Um, I'd have to check, but I think... We are in general in a slightly average or lower agility meta with a lot with arcs, uh, Han Falcon, yeah. T70s, Luke in the T65. Um, our more common three agilities are Fenrau, Rebel, EO A-Wing, some of the FO TIE Fighters, Vader. But a lot of things are like two agility or one.
0: Yeah, if you're not um, an Empire for a story, you probably don't have 3 Agility. Or a Fang Fighter, yeah.
1: Or a Fang. Or an A-Wing. So, yeah, there's still some.
0: There's a few trickling out there.
1: Um. But I I think unless you bring Jonas, I'm of the opinion you should be bringing standard loadout Tolmex. Yes, you do need to get a lock to shoot your secondary weapon. I believe in your capability to find a ship to go shoot your plasma torp at. <laughs> uh, if you have a choice between, I'm gonna go try and shoot this uh, I4 or very predictably predictably moving I5 ship and get a lock on it and shoot my plasma torp, or I'm gonna try and track down this I6 um, ship that like I'm gonna try and track down Vader and get a plasma on it. Like that's you got you got target selection issues here first. Um, but there's so many shields in the meta right now, and generally lower agility, that Telemax is fully modded Plasma for three points. Uh, with the kit of his, of not only his ability to get the double mods, uh, True Grit and Ion Bombs, um, I think the overall kit has a much higher ceiling than the Barrage Sat Salvo Tomax. I think the Barrage Sat Salvo tomax is a safer play. Right. But it does not have nearly the high ceiling that SL Tomax does.
0: I mean, it it could just come down to like bomb selection then, uh, because the the bomblet generator. And I know you're out, you're big on those ions, but even Major Rhymers fused seismics we saw really good at the really done well at uh, Golden State games to win it, in fact. Uh, but those extra couple damage from uh, the bombs. And like guaranteed damage too, being able to destroy these kind of, or do damage to at least, uh, these kind of like unkillable like Fangatanis or Lukes or whatever flying around. So it'll be interesting to see if. Uh, I agree with you though. I, I think Plasma Tomax is just like. has a higher ceiling, I would say. But the Barrage Salvo has higher floor. It's just easier to fly. Just fly around one forward focus, one bank focus, right? Just yeah. wait for
1: people. Um, Lambolo asking what True Grit was. The True Grit is currently only a a a talent upgrade on on the bomber pack standard loadout Tomex only. Um, it says at the end of the activation phase, the so same time bombs would go off. If you are not strained, you may gain one strain token to remove a non-lock red or. So you can remove that stress that you took from doing your barrel link to target. Level. Um, yeah, triple you get action rid of an ion, get rid of a reload or a jam, I guess. Or a deplete if you got one of those. Somehow. Sure. Or a strain instead. And a lot of times telmex isn't the thing being looked at. You're pretty free to take the strain instead.
0: Yeah, now yeah. getting barrel focus lock for just a strain to be able to like three bank or four forward to pursue more. Oh, so powerful if left alone.
1: Yeah, that's why you have a uh, rack and death fire around to draw <laughs> a little bit of background.
0: Yeah, uh, the I'll say like after flying this kind of uh, uh, not three agility um, empire list. The targets the target selections all over the place. Like you, you just can't even start on countdown. Uh too much of a commitment.
1: Uh. you can start on countdown if the first turning first turn or second turn of engagement, specifically engagement, you have three or three or more guns on countdown. Okay. One turn. He is Countdown is actually actually one of the easier ships to just kill in one straight turn of concentrated fire because he is still just two agility. He's going to make one of those attacks just do one damage, but the rest of the attacks are going to be regular, fully operational, and with only four health. Two, well, five health. Issues, five, yeah. Um, must,
0: must bring shield on your countdown. Even yeah. though bombs, the um, bombs are so juicy, the bombs are so juicy. Bombs but... are
1: really juicy, though, I will say. But I, I, I do think Disciplined is right on Countdown, and I do definitely like Ruthless. It's mm-hmm. just whether it's is it shield or is it a bomb plus another mod like a delay view sure
0: but i yeah, mean
1: proxy uh, mines this, as well
0: or right? proxy mines eight or nine proxy mines are ten. Ten.
1: okay yeah jeez they're jeez. expensive okay. yeah um so <laughs> yeah i think disciplined is, is definitely the right call on countdown because there's Plenty of games where people are just like, I'm not even gonna try with countdown. We'll go kill other mm-hmm. stuff. Well, when you kill other stuff, countdown's gonna lock or bear roll to get a shot on you.
0: Right. Yeah, I was fine with like lone wolf, and it's like it, it wasn't enough sometimes. Yeah, pretty exciting stuff there. Uh, it's <laughs> as an imperial player, I'm like, oh yeah, this totally makes sense. But like, if you're not keeping up on empire, they, this could throw you through a loop. So exciting to see that it made it so far up until the top eight there. Um, but let's keep going here because we can go breeze through these last two. Uh, we have uh, Johan H. Thanks for having your real name in there. Having uh, Boy Luke Han Solo uh, with your uh, Bistam Perceptor. This one taking trick Trickshot. And then uh, Fenrau. Beskar, Predator Crack, and Kyo with Prockets is what we were talking about before. The Sabimless uh, Rebels. Oh, man, Fen- uh still impresses me uh, about how much, like what you could do with linked actions and three agility at i6. And free of eights, I guess, at that point, too, right? It's just like you get your focus token. You get your offensive modifiers through Predator and Crackshot. You get your defensive modifiers through the Concordia face-off. And that Beskar reinforced plating. I mean, I would never... I don't think I'm a good enough pilot to just fly him out there without that kind of like Hera protection or the the Bodica protection. Uh, But in in, in the right hands, we've seen it be very successful uh, as well. Though Another keel with Proton Rockets. Is interesting. I don't. I don't know if I like it, but uh, I'll tell you the loadout I like for it because uh, Bizet... Anyways, oh, that's probably not right, but uh, I think it's fun to say. Uh, in our last top four here, or top eight, excuse me, uh, is running a Keo with concussion missiles and Lone Wolf. This one has wedge with elusive and marksmanship. So, I assume that's going to be A Wing Wedge. And then.
1: Oh, definitely, because uh, there's <laughs> very two large pieces after that. <laughs> yes, you still have the
0: Han Solo uh, Bistan Perceptive Trick Shot uh, missing that Millennium Falcon title because it's on Lando Calrissian with Millennium Falcon, Ezra Bridger, K2SO, Nine Nub, and Hopeful. So, this Lando is coordinating. Uh, actions. He can give out calculate uh, to himself. If he didn't boost uh, it would be stressless. So you can give yourself the calculate in the stress. Do the blue maneuver with nine and then be able to take focus lock as well or evade lock at that point right? with your Millennium Falcon title uh, and you still have a force point through your gunner uh, and you can spend that force point to make a an attack with your other bowtie turret Um <laughs> Marcel, what is up with this Lando being thrown in there in a rebel list?
2: I'm back. I'm back. I heard. I heard my name. Uh, yes. Lando. Uh let's see. We got Millennium Falcon, Ezra Bridger. Ezra, do I don't even know.
0: Ezra is a force point Force-use gunner, turn. and you can spend your force yeah. point to make a second attack, but it has to be out. It's like a veteran turret gunner at the cost of a force, it has to be
2: out the opposite side. Right. Yeah, okay, that's 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 pretty fancy. I mean, if you're you get stressed, K-2-S-0. though,
0: if you like boosted for that, mm-hmm. you do get a reroll on your Ezra attacks
2: somewhere. only on the Ezra attacks or any attack.
0: Only on the Ezra bonus attack. If you spent the Force gotcha. and you're stressed, you do get a reroll. So it's a small bonus out there for it.
2: Okay, so you got Nien-Num. Makes sense. Hopeful. Uh, well, what else are you going to spend the one point on? Yeah, it's a one point. K okay, to a so. So you're throwing out... You're, you're throwing out Calculate. Yeah.
0: Potentially
2: um, to Wedge or Keo Are you getting a turn? Or yourself. I mean, you're doing yeah. a blue maneuver almost every turn. Uh, yeah. So you're giving yourself... A... As long as
0: you don't boost. This one doesn't have engine upgrade. Yeah,
2: yeah, engine. but I mean, again, since you're trying to do blue maneuvers every turn anyway. Right. Um, and Millennium Falcon. Now, he's got the Millennium Falcon instead of Han Solo. That's interesting. I mean, Han Solo's um, never
0: going to take the evade. I always loves that double focus.
2: Yeah, that's true. And he'll be able to take the evade. Actually, he'll be able to take the evade... Calculate lock. force and so he'll have an evade calculate force and some other action. Lock. Probably a target lock. Yeah, target lock. Yeah, or
0: and then if something uh, is destroyed, you could focus or boost with hopeful. So it is actually like yeah. doing everything but focus or boost normally, which is very interesting. So, hopeful, I think, is the right call there.
2: Yeah, but it also gives Keel the target lock for concussion missile. Sure. At initiative five versus you know keel's moving on initiative yeah, three I mean,
0: so yeah lando's a coordinator I, I think he's always so i always just assume he's selfish, you know so self, uh,
2: self, this is actually a super cool list selfish. it makes me wonder if wedge is you know looking at bartos list above mm-hmm. if this list would not benefit from hole as well so being han lando mm-hmm. hole Heal because then Hold's ability you can, um, uh, you know you can take the stress to get the target lock, as well.
0: Let's see. So, so for this, example, this got knocked out by the Heratani. as a note The Fangs actually took out the. Oh no! No no! Sorry. It wa- it was Bartaj who took this out. Bartaj's list um, mm-hmm. did better against the Double Falcon.
2: Yeah, but I mean, this is pretty cool. I mean, both Falcons are, have the potential to shoot twice. Keo, uh can get that initiative five target lock and Wedge. Well, I, I think for the most part, Wedge is probably just on his own doing his own thing. Uh, I'm assuming that's why they put the Elusive on there so he can just take objective actions and have a defensive reroll. roll mm-hmm. um, But um, interesting list. I think you know, didn't when Dion went to his store Championship, this is something along the lines of what he took, right? He took, like, double, uh, a,
0: he a, took a double a... pocket list. He didn't take two A-Wings. He took an X-Wing and Sabim. But, yeah, he took uh Got it. Uh, these a are very similar loadout, I think, to what he was bringing on his Lando.
1: hmm
0: So, you had the right idea. There's there's something to the double Pancakes still. Uh, but yeah, you had to you had to really know them. You had to really know those turrets I think to pull this off.
2: Uh, yeah, and it can hit pretty hard, especially you know going you know leaning into the trick shot. Then you know you're throwing some, some pretty beefy dice.
0: This is a interesting thing for me that uh, it, it's something. Um, we'll look at the stats in just a second. We'll wrap it up, but. This is something interesting that I've noticed is that we just don't have dedicated coordinators anymore. We don't have Sheet the Beads anymore. Um, like First Order just gave up on size shuttles. Like the only coordinators out of this entire top four are I guess Benthic and Lando and sometimes Poe. I mean I uh
1: I mean, is is SOC? We, we, we've seen people use Squad Leader Midnight.
2: Yeah, Squad Leader mi- Midnight, I'd say. Okay.
0: I mean, and and I guess um, Hera and La for this are kind of like coordinators, right? They're coordinate esque. They just don't have to give you. They don't have to commit to the um, the coordinate. <laughs>
2: Sorry, Kayla's over there cheering that green base losing.
0: Oh no. The the foosball, <laughs> huh?
2: Yeah, the uh
0: Well, it turns out the ball oh, game turns out the whole the game uh North Midwest division is awful. So.
1: Uh, well, the
2: Lions are okay.
1: Oh, well, Lions are doing real good. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the Lions are fun. good
2: this year. They've so have lost three one? terrible teams and one good game. One no. good team.
1: Fair enough.
0: All right. Go Lions. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. It's just an observation that, like, we just don't have, like, a, the... Like like you said, like, Midnight is, like, the only one. Like, a squad leader Midnight is, like, these days, like, our only, like, dedicated I'm going to trade my action for your action kind of ship. Because all these other ones are kind of just, like, free or...
1: well. Hera-esque,
0: yeah. kind of waiting around if, to see if you need the token before committing yeah, and, to give it in to you.
2: And you're not seeing that. Um, what was it? Uh, they changed his loadout, so he's not that good anymore. Uh, he used to be the Empire, the the oh. one that gets the stress and gets the focus, so he could coordinate. Oh,
0: you're talking about uh, Magva, Magna? Yeah. Um, the Something. Squad.
2: Yeah, they took. So you can't fit the heavy laser cannon anymore. No. So I think
0: it's, it's you coordinate with what the what chain. Is, right? uh yeah canon now. Which is like not worth it. Like they took away the one yeah. thing that made it interesting. Which was yeah, its yeah, damage cause... output.
2: So so yeah that's and I'm trying to think if there's any other good coordinators out there. Uh Ahsoka, but nobody uses Ahsoka, but I think Ahsoka still they're still a good coordinator. Yeah, but
0: she again though she doesn't really give out her she doesn't give up her action to do it though.
2: No, but she's still a good coordinator and just true. in general, coordinating is in mean, both factions actually. And you gotta
1: do more now, than just coordinate for five points though. name I was <laughs>
2: it's I was trying to fly a coordination ship this weekend. I just didn't end up making it out to Lake Geneva for the for the store championships in Lake Geneva. I was trying to fly my Chewbacca with Hondo. So that would have been my core dating ship. Um,
0: oh, Hondo? Yeah, <laughs> I guess.
2: H- uh, Hondo Vaca. Oh, jeez. Hi, right, he's good.
0: Yeah, I'm, I believe him. Let's take it looks at some stats here, though. Uh, as we move away from it. Uh, looks like CIS scum and surprisingly the galactic republic um are the least favorite ships uh, while rebels and empire still maintain a large threshold of list uh which i'm not surprised they're they perform well i think just because they're they're flown most often i mean rebels are good like what did we just see in the top cuts there how many rebel squads one, two, three, four, four different rebel squads.
1: Yeah, rebels of this event too actually like with the high numbers they brought, they actually still performed really well. Like they the like conversion yeah. had a sixty-four percent win rate across all of the rebel faction lists that were taken, which is actually really good. Usually sure. with those higher numbers we see it start to even out a little bit um from a whole event. Mm-hmm. And where they'd be, like, probably third in some other factions that brought less stuff overall would have a higher percentage. All right. Um, like, the example would be Scum here. Like, there was barely any Oof. uh top, top
0: 20 was their best faction placement.
1: Yeah. But they, like, because they had less players playing games, mm-hmm. their win rate was... Uh, 3%, which is second overall in win rates but bring less people who brought the faction there's you know percentages yeah, only
0: three people brought can be
1: higher because there's less people
0: right yeah I mean just the this number alone just 42 wins for the rebels over the weekend there <sighs> staggering amount of consistency from them uh, yeah, we're missing that Scum and CIS in the top cut. Uh, though I mean, Empire still made it in First Order. Obviously, did very well in it.
1: Well, so it's it's interesting to note. First Order, um, there were nine players playing First Order. Uh, mm-hmm. Vaughn won with First Order, but performance-wise, only 35 percent. Oh, just over 35 percent win rate. So yeah. one of the lower win rate rates across the entire event. Lost a lot of and games, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of the other FO players lost a lot of games. Fawn, just the one that broke through, pretty much probably saving the FO numbers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that checks out. you going to be honest with you. Take a look at squad size here, and it's getting condensed even more. Those six ship lists are just dropping like flies. Uh, and now just a resounding uh sixty percent five ship lists. I mean, I mean there's still like plenty of four ship lists that do well and they're taken often, but we just don't see them performing at the same level as a five ship list, which is something we'll have to talk about in in the future of. Just why? Why is it five ship? Spend a whole podcast episode on it someday. Um. See any other interesting facts in here, Ryan? I don't
1: uh, think so. I mean, There's the pilot out here.
0: pilot initiative is dropping lower and lower. This is what you were saying before? Like a lot of I fours, a lot of I threes popping up. Yeah. I mean, Still majority uh, I five and I six. It's
1: it's kind of funny how. How wrong a lot of us were when the points <laughs> first came out, right? From the initiative aspect of things mm-hmm. and the ship count aspect. Remember when it's so when like every faction except First Order got a two cost and we're like, oh my God, it's going to be a six ship meta. Look at all the ships we could put in the <laughs> list. Da, 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 da. And then people realize, like, look at all these high initiatives I can put in, a, in this five or four ship list, or sometimes even six ship list. The majority can be higher initiative, but like, we're in a almost exclusively five, sh- four or five ship meta with um, a vast mix of initiatives. Like, yeah, your squad should probably have at least one I five or I six, at least. That's just gonna happen, sure. just because of how things are pointed, right? Right. Um, like one of the the most popular pilot in each in each faction, I believe, is I five or above. Like you have uh overall analysis on an pattern analyzer, but like Luke, most popular applied in rebel including on right, I four, I five, or sorry, I five, I six. Uh ello for um resistance. We have uh, I believe Tomax for Empire. Yep, I five yeah, down I five. I mean Empire First almost order Malrus I five Oddball I five for Galactic Republic. And then, uh, I mean, sure, we can look at Scum and...
0: I mean, Fenrell and Lima. Pretty much yeah, in every Scum list.
1: So, the most Durge. popular ships are still I-5, I-6, but the the building of an entire squad consists of well, well over uh, just I-5 and I-6. You have plenty of 4s, and some 3s mixed in there. And rarely, but some 2s and 1s exist. It's mainly threes and fours that are really popping up more with the uh, fives and sixes. So uh, after the whole like, oh my God, it was going to be a six ship or nothing meta, yada, yada. And then now we, then we had the, oh my God, you got to be I-5 or above across your entire list. None of that's true. There's so, there's such a variety of things that can work. And I think putting any weird parameters on your list beyond, I mean, my only you could say my only weird parameter is bring real guns <laughs> to do lots of damage yeah. and don't make them conditional like there's a reason why i don't like having more than one ship in my list that requires like a target lock or some conditional setup or bullseye only to bring a real uh, uh damaging gun Mm-hmm. that makes
0: sense to me the I mean, it kind of goes back to that Barrage Rockets versus uh, Plasma discussion where ease of use uh, has a lot better returns than, I think, uh, maximum potential, right? So, uh, interesting to see. I mean, a lot of, uh, to me, a lot of classic lists here, a lot of small variations on lists we've seen. But I, uh, to me, my favorite part about uh, these top cuts is that it's been a really long time since we've seen two of the exact same list in a cut. Um, like maybe uh, the like all SOC um, uh, Republic lists with like Padme. This is kind of popular, but normally only one gets into the cut anyways, so it's not really a lot of multiples in there, which I think is very healthy for the game. We're seeing Han, Han, Rebels of all combinations, and Rebels without Han. You don't even need Han sometimes. It's very exciting stuff there. Uh, Again, uh, Fanlong, again, won it um uh, with that fo so we'll be seeing him at the world championship so uh let's let's finish out the night uh we're talking empire then is that what we got queued up for this evening
1: we had th- we had three left which, which uh, based one do you on want to How much time do you on? want to spend? We have Separatists, Rebels, and Empire left.
0: Well, I have been talking a lot of Rebels Ooh. tonight. What do you think, Marcel? Double down on them? Or
2: get something fresh in whichever. Nope, whatever you guys want. I'll
0: wow. let
1: our host pick.
0: Uh, I'll, I say we go with Rebels. We've been talking a lot of Rebels. So a lot of the uh, um, possibilities are already um, shown for us. So let's take a look at some other possibilities for these ships. Uh, a lot of them, I mean, a lot. this is why we do the loadout sections. Uh, a lot of people do have, if not a standard loadout card, they have a set loadout. Um, is there a particular pilot, Ryan, you think that you could show us an interesting loadout for, or at least some, some variations of loadouts?
1: Um, I, I think it's probably worth looking at. i say a lot of these are probably A-wing based. That we've already noted so far. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah, we talked about Keo. I mean, really, Lone Wolf, Concussion, or Procket. Or Juke. Or, sorry, yeah, Juke. Yeah. She's one expensive upgrade.
1: I'm going to focus on Hera. Okay. uh, Because a lot of what her kit is meant to do is utility and how it synergizes with the rest of the. Because generally, you're going for a four-point missile to start out with. Um, anything else beyond right. that is probably going too hard into, like, bullseyeing stuff with, like, crack Shot or Predator with your talent, and hair, is not really meant to bullseye stuff.
0: Right. Um, um, as a note, she's got only five loadout. So really gonna have yeah. to stretch that as far as you can.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's really, when you're looking at the missiles, it's one of two and it's Magpulse or it's Thread Tracers. Um, and it depends on the list that you have, because um, an example would be like Zach Bart's list from um, Gen Con. He took Magpulse on his, because he already had like, Luke who could shoot and reliably shoot his Proton Torpedo as needed. Uh, he's able to uh, utilize Fenn's Predator, Bodica's Predator, um and then he has uh sabine in there as well obviously her herself so not a lot of value gotten out of thread tracers and you can neuter someone's offense coming back towards your ships um where utilizing mag pulse and if you shoot something you don't need to spend the lock on then that gets even better with hera because then other ships can use her lock for their offensive modifications um the other option being thread tracers um, can start enabling certain good combinations. When you look at things like Gina Moonsong in the B Wing, not commonly taken in Rebels right now, but can put out a ridiculous amount of damage actually when Gina is uh, put uh, on the board with plasma torpedoes and proton cannons. And uh, Hera being able to shoot someone with a focus. Get a lock on them, Hera herself. Um, Gina can already have taken a lock, no problem. Um, or Hera can let her get the lock. And then you're shooting very well modded uh, Plasma Torp and then Proton tor- proton Cannon. And that does a really big amount of damage to like Arc 170s. Um, or you could be enabling other ships in one of the lists we just talked about, like a Benthic in your Heritani style list. that. Hera's is probably taking a focus anyway and being fed more of aid so you could shoot your uh thread tracer off for your other ships like benthic who normally is only focus modded to then also have a target mod. so uh, and then even the last point uh in the talent slot you have i think all three that we've generally seen are viable uh hopeful uh hair is not Hera sometimes is uh just evading in some uh sh- lists where it's not Heritani, where she's focusing and then taking a another token for it instead or as in like Jin changing it to evade mm-hmm. um like heron can take locks with mag pulse and then take evades defensively and still have hopeful active for that focus and then link potentially to boost or just boost for better position um you have marksmanship crits are good Uh, doing crits against box carriers are good. Um, I think the, uh, Dark Horse one is Deadeye Shot, though. Because she's shooting, she can shoot first in your list, since she's I-6. If she does have that bullseye, um, she's not really wanting to spend her mods on offense anyway. Unless she's, has a lock for something like Magpulse, and wants to really Magpulse them. Um but just being able to change any hit or crit results... Or, so, Deadeye Shot, people may not be aware. Very rare card to use. Uh, while you perform primary attack, if, your defender, if the defender is in your bullseye, you may spend one crit result or change one... or spend a hit result or change one crit to a hit result. If you do, the defender exposes one of its damage cards. This is more of a... as combat is already kind of initiated, which Hera generally is in the first turn of engagement, Kind of in the back lines, like not taking shots, just giving tokens to friends. Um, she could come in the second or third turn of engagement and make her bullseye matter to where if she rolls a successful result at all and you're in her bullseye and you have some damage cards on you, you expose one. And against something like a rack or an arc things with, or a Han, things with a lot of hull. Um... If you flip up stuff like structural or hull breach or weapons failure or anything that affects the rest of the entire round of shooting now, like that's a that's a big deal. I like can hurt a lot.
0: So, um, oh man, the dream of just flipping over somebody's panicked over and over again.
1: Sure. Or uh, you know, disable power regulator against the small ship that wanted its lock to shoot for offense there's plenty there's plenty of things i mean we've seen how much crits can change entire rounds right and it's not like you're expecting Hera's damage to actually punch through so just give her a light concussion missile basically in bullseye um so yeah i i it's more like you have to target in the list that you're playing with hera which of those talents marksmanship that i shot hopeful and more particularly which missile tracer mag pulse is going to benefit the rest of your squad the most what helps cover some of their weaknesses what helps get them to uh, the overall victory against most things in the, in the uh, meta right now and I think Hera is a utility piece you need to equip her correctly with the list that you bring the utility options she has
0: Ryan let me challenge you here I'm not taking a missile on Hera what am I taking
1: um i could see god this is rare that i consider this because i'm not a fan of tethering it i could see swarm tactics and just flying Hera next to bodica
0: mm-hmm. yeah harris just mm-hmm.
1: yeah like harris just evading and bodica mm-hmm. and you're just flying next to bodica bodica's could shoot i6 so now both of both of bodica shots on average are gonna always shoot full dice And you either have to decide to shoot the Fang with Focus Evade, or at least an Evade and maybe Concordia, or shoot Hera, which means Bodica triggers. Right. That's the only other one I've seen that I'd be like, okay, I understand that a little bit. (laughs) Right,
0: because that man, man, if she had seven, we could be seeing like some Predator Crackshot combination. Uh, You don't really ever lone wolf your Hera. She's not really designed for that you might as well just be keo if you're trying to do that she does have a sensor slot passive sensor seems outrageous on her yeah you're already
1: i6 that's it's like super unnecessary then for like the only time you want to take target locks are for missiles anyway you don't need them for your primary dice for fcs
0: yeah like something like fcs predator also seems a bit a bit ridiculous like i
1: if if she had one more point I could understand mag and FCS because you mag Ooh, something that you would generally yeah. hit off the basic roll, like a one or zero agility ship, mm-hmm. rack or an arc. Like I just need a result or two. I don't even have to spend a <laughs> lock. Cool. Right. Or I'd reroll one because I have FCS and I get to keep it to let my other allied ships use the lock for themselves from Harris' ability.
0: Right. Yeah. You probably find a lot more use with the fire control system than say like dead eye shot but not really an option here she oh,
1: ran out of points she, she even take
0: my oh, baffle i guess angle deflectors no her ability only doesn't work on reinforces boo I probably mean, for the best
1: probably for the best but also <laughs> she'd be three health <laughs> a lot easier to bring down but i guess I mean, she's enfor- up with a bunch of tokens.
0: <laughs> she's reinforcing. She'll be fine. Uh, right? Surely. All right. Marcel, hit me with a rebel pilot. You want to talk some loadouts.
2: All right. I was looking at it. So you guys have Akio, proton rocket, if you're wrong. I mean, if you're not flying, you're wrong. Uh, Hera... Wedge a wing. These are all boring. Let's do Yeah,
0: else. they are kind of boring. We, uh, we threw out some. Let's nice do
2: scenarios. Nora. Nora what? Nora went? in the y wing. Yeah. Which one? I'm I'm doing both because Ooh, they're okay. both five points. So you you got choices, it. all right? So you've got choices. So uh, let's start off with the Nora y wing, okay. uh, which is one that we saw I think last week uh, um, with.
0: um at the Golden State was, games, there was, uh, yeah, was a Yeah, it had
2: veteran turret gunner. Mm-hmm. I believe this was it. It should have been it. It's Veteran Turret Gunner, Ion Cannon, Mm R4, Astromech, and Afterburners. So, Uh, I I think that was what we saw.
0: I think so, yeah.
2: It looks like that's what we saw. Yeah, Afterburners. Now, now, you could, again, just going into the loadout. Variances or mm-hmm. different ways to load it out. You could drop three points for a do- dorsal turret and use it just kind of a defensive at range one. I mean, Nora wants to be at range one. Right. You're still throwing three dice, and then it also gives you the opportunity to throw a seismic charge in there. So you get veteran turret gunner, dorsal turret R4, afterburner, and seismic charge. Sure. Uh, so you're giving up the ion for the additional. Um, seismic charge which could come in handy yeah um,
0: against against Han being in uh, a major threat just less obstacles is better
2: yeah for sure and then um, I was thinking like what else can you do with it and you know this is kind of now this is a little bit more on the silly side I still like the Ion uh, turret veteran Gunner and R4 yeah, Astramak, S- S- but the C- eight points gives you enough enough <laughs> enough points to get a electro proton bomb. <laughs> uh, like if you really want to say like, don't come in this area for the next couple turns. Here's 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 an e- electro proton bomb, uh, which actually is eight points now. Um, you can hmm. also. They don't have the tear fun belly run, right? But definitely Nora wants to have, I, I think the afterburners is probably no, tier one fun. of the musts.
0: Tear fun they have. It's just a point now. It's not free anymore. You got to pay. Yeah, you got to pay for that but,
2: ability. No, but I, I still think like the afterburners with Nora specifically, like you need to guarantee that range one. Uh, you, don't wanna out, you, know, uh, yeah, you don't want to get stuck out. You know, Yeah, you don't want to get stuck out. You know, you convert yeah. yourself into Fenrir. You don't want to get stuck out there at okay. range, too. Um, yeah,
0: and honestly, without um, without a munition like an ion torpedo or anything uh, to launch at long range, uh, you almost have to go with the veteran turret, right? There's there's really no other option no. for that.
2: Well, you could do something like dorsal turret and. Uh, dorsal turret and and swarm tactics like that could be your i5 mm. boost if you're really trying to get something else shooting up at initiative five maybe a bodica or something um because Nora wants to be range one Bodica wants to be range one <laughs> um yeah so it and with the afterburners on nora it allows it to keep up with uh bodica so yeah swarm tactics i mean I, Again, Nora's... Uh, at, it's kind of weird saying Nora's your throwaway ship at five points. <laughs> at five, five points. points but, <laughs> but, it's, but it's basically your... your um, You know, look-at-me ship. Like, hey, come look at me. You know, shoot at me. Right. Um, but if you want to k- stay on the Nora train but don't like the... By Wings in general or don't like the... Um, the weak gun, you could go, it also at five points, you got the, uh, arc 170, Nora. So that, that way you get, you know, a medium base, so it's a little bit better on, some of the objectives, um, and, it punches a lot harder, and, you know, it got eight points, you're, I, I don't, you can't do the, afterburners on it, but, that's fine. You can do, um, Veteran Tail Gunner, which is five points now, and then you have three points to just mess around with. I personally, I was looking at what I would probably spend it on if I had it. I'd probably go with something like Hopeful and Expert Handling, just so I can um, bear roll when I when I need to get into that range one. Uh, the main problem here is that it's it's not. You know, it's a three die forward attack and it's a two die out of the back. Uh, but without having a way of double modding, you're not double modding. So you're not, you know, your your shots are mostly, you know, you're hoping for a lot of natties on here. Right. But, um, and it doesn't have the boost. So while it hits harder in general, it takes up more space uh we know arcs are good i think because you know that temp the 10 points of loadout difference is just a little bit too much of a you know it's too big of a it's too big to pass up (laughs) on the y-wing so i think the y-wing is just a better call unfortunately but i don't know well what would you guys put on your on your noras you, you guys even think your noras would even be uh outside of last week are they just not
0: uh I, I as far as the y-wing i think i would be reaching for that chopper uh to be able to if people like don't shoot at you start taking actions while you k-turn like a k-turn focus which
2: chopper the astromech
0: uh yes in the y-wing version you had those two points for r4 no 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 get yourself chopper so Chopper and
2: two shields to recover one 190 Oh no you know what? I'm
0: thinking of crew Oh you're right I'm silly never mind never mind uh, Ignore me. And you're thinking of the
2: bump one right?
0: I uh, no I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the one that's on Han Solo all the time. Yeah that's right. That's a crew. Baring doesn't have the crew. Neither does the arc.
2: No uh, they don't. None of the arcs have crew on, on no. Rebel, which is a shame.
0: Yeah it, it's it's it got them cheap enough to fly these days yeah so the only thing i'm looking at is like predator and like crack shot to try to get like some offense uh, i could go like predator i mean, you can get selfless? proximity mines. mines no i don't care about the ring anymore i'm talking the arc i want well you said with the the one problem with Nora arc is that you're not out here double modifying so I'm, I'm actually arc,
2: yeah.
0: I'm trying to do my best uh I'm trying to do my best oddball impersonation here uh with Predator and Selfless. I don't know if I can get a gunner for four points that's worth it. No. I mean if if people aren't shooting at the arc, is selfless an option? Make people shoot at Nora?
2: I mean, it turns it a little bit into. It gives you a little bit of an oddball effect,
0: right? Yeah, I'm just doing an oddball impersonation here. I five arc. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I don't know. Not really seeing a lot else, because ah, that veteran turret gunner is so good, especially when you're just jamming Nora into the fight. But very expensive. Takes yeah. up so much of your loadout. so we need like Astromax to really be helpful? Not really.
2: No. Not really.
0: What do you think, Ryan? Any, any? You see anything on this arc, Nora?
1: And nothing really sticks out. I mean, there's no crew and low-ish loadout so no force on the ship. Yeah, there's like suppressive. Probably now, why we're not really seeing it but... that much. It's really defensive when it's close with close to stuff. Mhm. Um, probably just maximizing some of that. So after you take veteran tail gunner, I don't know, probably just expert handling and hopeful. Right. Yeah. I mean, Yeah, that's... with the fact that you're not gonna be double modded that often, I mean, technically Oddball isn't until he bumps an enemy right. and then can shoot someone else that is also range zero to one of him. that he can still shoot, so. And he can pass that to other people, but um Yeah. If it's Arc, it's expert handling, Hopeful and Veteran Turk Gunner, probably. Um Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard not to take the double shot. But I mean there's like options for like enduring as well. It's not, it's not exciting, but it is exciting with her like her I think that she basically has like a reinforce being able to add yeah. the evade. So enduring at least like can negate some of those crits as you yeah and take I, I first. think
1: on I think on Y-wing Nora I think you start with ion cannon turret and veteran turret gunner yeah you have must ten ask. points left so it's either you go super maneuverable with burners and expert handling
0: mm, like or so the, the mark. Astroman-
1: yeah, probably. Although I, I think Nora needs a bomb. Like actually Super needs a bomb. And I think Proton Bombs, you got if you got the room for it, take it. Um, you had to go down. And it. then you could you could go R four if you wanna reload or do barrel rolls and have a yeah. more open dial. I do think like a slightly interesting play is enduring because you're like as long as you're range one, you're guaranteeing you're generating your evade. So unless they have multiple crits, and or have you in bullseye, right. you can evade that crit incoming with Nora's ability. True.
0: Uh, if, and enduring cancels crits first, unless you're in bullseye.
1: Yep. yep.
0: Uh, also, it can if you take a crit, you can take a red um, focus action. So on yep. a single action ship. Um, It could be a way to still do that. That's kind of what I was trying to do with Nora. (laughs) It was like a weird reverse hopeful. Instead of waiting for your friends to be destroyed, you're just waiting for something to attack you really good. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I don't mind uh, afterburners. I like your idea of proton bomb. um, But you had to go down to dorsal to still keep afterburners on that Y-Wing Nora. Uh, but that's not bad. I like the I like the ion though. It's so powerful. What one ion token could do to the battlefield, let me tell you. Oh, I should probably find uh, a pilot. I like your I like your B wing idea. I don't think people anybody's flying B wings. He's like, fangs are pretty much solved. Y wings are more or less solved. It's do you take a turret or not and they have standard loadouts anyways so yeah i think i liked your nora suggestion uh so we're gonna take uh or not nora gina but i'm gonna first look at uh hera in the b-wing uh because she's got the biggest loadout at 14. uh you can reach just for fcs and proton torpedoes start blasting stuff right away i uh, can take a look you can take advantage of the double attack actually i don't know about hopeful yeah probably hopeful i guess uh, um so you could fire your primary and then a jam at i6 of uh, a if you don't take the proton torpedoes your loadout of 14 gets opened up if you drop down to plasma you can get a real cannon out here proton heavy or ion uh that proton cannon uh, after a plasma torpedo oof and you have enough loadout for fire control system and seismic charges if you can believe that or not so you can roll up plasma torpedo with a reroll from fire control system spend your lock for a proton cannon should be easy to line up you can barrel and lock at i6 so you can find that bullseye just as easily as a dirge or anything like that Uh, and really just blast something not doing any range one double taps which does make me sad you had to drop the you had to drop down to an ion cannon i think that's the only thing that shoots range one am i mistaken on that oh tractor beam and jamming beam so yeah give us that damage doing uh range one cannon please uh but you can still do something like that get like plasma ion fcs and marksman and just come in lighten something up Uh, But we don't normally see Hera. Because she's that five points, I do like your idea of Gina Moonsong at 11 loadout. uh, Still has that capability of taking plasma and uh, either synced or ion cannon. Be able to really. Though you don't get FCS though. Is that worth just going down to proton then?
1: proton cannon yeah just lined, like rip shields off do crits easy peasy yeah
0: that is like such a powerful combination right i mean she's still high five she's still pull it off
1: um, yeah i mean they, they got lock link barrel like that you can you can mm-hmm. get a bullseye on something that's terrifying i do not <laughs> if you
0: are jag or wolf you do not want to see that at all uh listina moonsong coming at you Uh, Which, I mean, I think the B-Wings have a lot more potential now that Plasma Torpedoes are just five points. You can slot them in a lot easier. You don't have to rely so much on cannons for your damage doing. Uh, Get your uh, primary options out. And they just have so many options. They have Bomb Slots now, which I can't even... I still can't wrap my head around that they have Bomb Slots, but... I mean canonically they do They're the heavy, heavy Attacker bomber uh, They just feel like you move so slow That you can't like get out of your own bomb Right like drop a bomb And kate, 2 k but like blows up like right in front of you So it's a little scary uh, Is there any other Loadouts for Gina That we should be looking at
1: Not for me, I, I'm pretty well set on the Plasma Proton FCS.
0: Yeah, that's... that's fair. Oh uh, yeah, anything else you... You either... FCS is so powerful. If you're trying to double tap at all, you need the fire control system. So I'm trying to think of like a... like you a said single-
2: Plasma Proton Cannons and FCS?
0: yeah on on gina yeah and Hera. honestly at that point like they that's very scary that's those that's like that has the potential to just destroy an arc outright Mm, Mm -hmm. not quite
1: yeah i i think i did the math with squads that have uh with with squads that have gina and luke in them um backed by a if the if the Gina's backed by a Harrow with tracers and that tracer just hits naturally without having to spend Harrow's focus, Gina with a oh, lined God. up bullseye and Luke with a proton torpedo have like a decently high chance to kill an arc with just Gina's two shots and Luke's pro torp.
0: Sure. Yeah, even
1: through stuff like selfless.
0: Yeah. Like even them rolling getting that single of eight, like you're still going to be putting out yeah, and it's damage. not even
1: including the fact that like, Bodica can exist in the same list. So, who could shoot twice?
0: How many people can we get that shoots tw- that shoot twice in Rebels?
1: Uh, right, Bodica, Gina, on.
0: Oh yeah, well, well, it's twice. Uh, yeah, I guess that still counts. We get five points. So you're saying Gina, Bodica, Han, and Luke.
1: Well, I wouldn't actually make that list, but uh, <laughs> the only Gina list I've considered was Hera, Gina, mm. Luke, Keo. Uh Do I have points left after that?
0: Which Hera? A-wing Hera?
1: A-wing Hera. Let's see, that's four, four, three, five. I should have... Uh Four, yeah no, with... three fours twelve five three no you that say, should be that should be twenty
0: you saying Bodica Keo Luke yep to round that off mm-hmm. interesting so taking the, basically dropping like Fen Rao to Gina to to not have to bring Sabine
1: yes well basically. Yeah, because that'd be Sabina Tie Fighter in that version. Yeah, right. Just to just to like, so it's a it's a likely chance that 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 this list dunks so hard on like arcs or (laughs) things similar to that, but like massively loses against other stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Gina Gina got the setup against a Wreck, or an Arc One Seventy, and then like a, a a regular Han Rebel list shows up or a a resistance T70, like, multi-stuff. Sure, Gina can get shots on, but the, the damage trade sometimes won't work out. So, it depends on how you play it. It can be played. It, it, I think it can be alright, but I think the prevalency of Han makes B-Wings feel really sad.
0: Yeah. Like, why would you want to be a B-Wing and an A-Wing when you could just be Han Solo out there doing... We're, we're back to the um you know this this discussion reminds me of like um in first edition i used to fly two b-wings and i dropped my two b-wings for miranda uh because they were like essentially the same points that's kind of the difference we're seeing here like why would you fly two ships when you could just be flying one really good one with Han Solo interesting though i'll put this uh gina on the board i don't know who i'm gonna fly it with though uh probably is there a three point i5 in rebels
2: well i was just doing something and you can fly this gina with uh so it would be uh gina oil luke uh the hera benthic and sabine so basically taking you know lists that have already done well and just replace the, B- you know benthic the four pointer
0: or, or Bode, uh you're, you're talking, basically replacing you're
2: two tubes yeah yeah so you're taking the 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 u-wing benthic two tubes hera mm-hmm. luke gina and sabine
0: so swapping out the those fang Bodica. fighters for well that gina yeah and luke. for
2: luke and yeah so instead of those okay. fang fighters you take gina and luke Yeah So Gina's still doing the double thing Luke is still doing the double thing Well the Four die thing Hera's And Benthic are still You know Throwing everyone evades And And focuses And target locks (laughs)
0: Uh That's pretty nasty Throwing like a mag pulse in there
2: Yeah that's what I had I had Hera with mag pulse Uh Benthic the same way Hopeful Jin perceptive Sure Uh Sabine with whatever and then the Gina and Boy Luke.
0: That's terrifying. Uh, that is that is an alpha strike at that point, getting jammed yeah, yeah. and then having three high quality shots follow it up.
2: Well, two high. Well, three. Yeah, because Gina's shooting twice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because that proton can really only needs a lock. Like if you could just use Hera's lock. Uh, because you already like spent yours um, to, to fire the proton cannon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's pretty powerful. It's like a uh, a four-point proton torpedo. Uh, at that point, if you can get the lock yeah. and shoot
2: it. So you're doing the jam, then followed up with by a plasma proton, and then a uh, proton torpedo. So it's a proton. It's a plasma proton cannon, proton torpedo. After a jam and they shoot a, a
0: crit. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And that doesn't take something down. I don't know. I don't know what you're shooting at.
2: Yeah, and then defensively you've got, you know, the whole receptive general thing going. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: throwing boy Luke uh, evades is also uh, pretty powerful. Talk about how powerful it is yeah. on Fangfighters. Uh, making sure Luke gets two evades every single time he defends is pretty impressive. so awesome. I'll count that as a success. Uh, checking out the kind of oddities in uh, Rebels branching off from the, the standard loadouts, uh, whether they're printed or uh, just common. Oh, uh, yeah. Some exciting stuff, Dion. Got any closing thoughts?
2: Let me ask him. So,
0: see what he's got to say.
2: Yeah, closing thoughts for the podcast. He said, alright everyone, before we close out today's episode, I just want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for tuning in and being part of this fantastic community. It's a convers—it's conversations like these, diving deep into the heart of X-Wing and the broader Star Wars miniatures game that reminds me why we all fell in love with this game in the first place.
0: I couldn't have like said, it. It. I
2: said it better, Dion. Uh,
0: D1 O-N Couldn't have said it better. <laughs>
2: Uh, D one zero N. Yeah. yeah,
0: D one zero n Fantastic! What a way to round it off. So, favorite here, Gold Squadron. Stay safe. Stay s- smart. I'll see you on Wednesday uh, for the flight club. Goodbye.
1: Get out of here. Thank you to ISO, Danko, Baffle, Trojan, Prophet, Shadow, Tyco, Spice. Raider, Lancer, Fallen, Row 6, 626, Chief, and J-List, our Grand Admiral Patrons. And all of our Gold Squadron patrons and community members, thank you for your support. Gold Squadron, out!